Good afternoon. This is Jerry the Burrito Guy. This is solo episode number three. Uh, how is Aaron? Well, actually, I hope everybody is having a great week. I hope everybody's having a positive impact in their lives and having a positive impact on somebody else and having a progressively progressive week for the better. Uh, You know, being progressive. Always improving. Always abounding. That's just kind of my thing to be stuck on this week. Going to be going to work tomorrow. Totally pumped. Going to be finally getting back to the grind. I finally got our griddle fixed this week. Two weeks off has been way too long, honestly. Uh, I I look at this and I say it was easier than it was, and I should have gotten this fixed last the week before last. But anyways, shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know. Nose to nose to the ground, hands to the hands to the plow, and spatula to the griddle. So onward. Onward and forward. Hopefully, hoping for a great out, turnout this week. Hopefully, uh, everybody's missed the heck out of me, and I'm just gonna go sell out and you know, third of the time less than usual. Um, setting up in front of Rocky Mountain Sporting Goods. They've been pretty nice to start letting trucks park over there. Nah, Tuesday's my Monday. And Monday, Tuesday is a great day for me. Very few trucks are in town outside of Mama Tia's. And she cooks uh, Cali Mex. And it's good food. And uh, regular food. Uh, very different. Completely opposite from my New Mex food. And as we keep going on, we're going to just keep improving. Keep abounding out. I'm pretty putting out. Uh, and uh, more food to the menu um, as we go. Uh, eight days sober. Uh, kind of always thought it was weird that people want to talk about it and go, oh, I'm eight days. I'm 10 days. I'm 37 days. of, You know, at this point, I, I'm looking forward to day 37. Uh, you hear me day number 37 I'm waiting for you I'm waiting for you for a month and seven days right now I'm at a week and a day seven you know seven days and a eight and a brand new week one brand new week um excited I feel better uh exercising a whole lot more this week just keeping my mind busier just trying to keep trying to get the ick out of my body and just try to get become a whole lot more positive, you know. Um, alcohol is a depressant, and I just don't need that in my own life anymore. So we're gonna go ahead and give that the boot, and we will continue onward. Um, Sitting uh, here contemplating, let's think about the last few days and how the podcast for uh, one day, one evening with Corey G. Rhoda last night. We did uh, with Corey G. Rhoda again and with Pat Bergen on 
the Corey G show. I we have no idea what it's called, but we were getting we were doing his podcast last night. A lot of fun. Got to talk about my pesto, my pesto from last week. Not gonna lie, I'm still pretty pumped about it. Pretty proud of it. Uh, something I've never eaten or cooked before, and something that I never thought would be coming from my from not only from the kitchen my kitchen but coming from uh the work from my hands you know it's the process the process of uh, making a meal putting it together watching it learning about it putting it together bam uh our one of our next huge um guests that we'll have in the future be my good friend steven He's teaching me so much food. The guy has a way of just, when you sit at a table, he can just totally grab the attention and just totally take it any which day, any which way he wants. He's just an amazing cook. You know, he'll say he's not a chef, but he's been around those kind of people all his life. Grew up in a kitchen, um, in his dad's kitchens, learning how to cook, learning how to, uh, Take one of the great big chef knives, big old kitchen knife. Everyone looks at like, that's a big old butcher knife. And you know, as a kid, they're saying, All right, take this, and this is how you cut now to work. So, and he's taken that, he's done a lot of things over the years. Now, he's just he survived uh, um, having an uh, organ transplant, and he's just surviving, thriving. And when he talks, Oh, he just talks like he just wants to say something good. He just talks like he wants to t- say something positive and something's work is really cool. And he he does a good job. He he speaks. I I think he has a way of giving the right questions, even if he de- especially when he doesn't know the answer. You know, I I've sat there and he'll say, isn't well, isn't that isn't that the question? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. But it is the question. Uh, how about that? <laughs> how about that? Seems to be his favorite, one of his favorite ones. But it definitely one of those ones that has a meaning to it. It carries some impact, carries some weight. How about that? You know? Um, so we're going to have him. And the way he has the ability to just sit there and talk about food, talk about my pesto. He, you know... I use pine nuts. He goes, how about walnuts? How about a little bit of oregano? How about a little bit of this or that? And I'm just like, what on earth are you talking about? This just sounds so good. You know, did you try it with chicken? Did you try it with a a balsamic balsamic, uh, glaze over some cherry tomatoes? You know what we did? I went to the store. I went and bought some balsamic vinegar. We went and bought some cherry tomatoes. And then when I got done, I brought it back cooked down the balsamic vinegar to a glaze and I poured it on there and my goodness was it amazing all because he's just hey know what else you could do know what else you could do um he uh he uh um I mean I'll sit there and I'll talk about Mexican food he said he'll just say how about this how about trying this He'll say some bizarre um, Mexican food style um, pepper seasoning, you know, 
the guy is one of the reasons why I, I'm not saying he's he's um, he's he's contributed to helping me figure out one of my tacos, one of my flavors. That's a big flavor there, and with my salsa, it just goes really well. It just goes really well together, and the bright redness of the meat is just amazing, and people just love it. And so. You know, he's the kind of guy, you know, when we sit down, when you get done, you're not only are you hungry, but you're ready to put a meal together. You're ready to start doing something and just, yeah, let's do it. Um, and, you know, with, with a direction that, you know, not only is this food going to be awesome, but this food is going to, you know, can go 20 different ways. You know, talk, talk, man, you mean him was, he was teaching me, I was over there, said, I told him I'm going to make a Philly cheeseburger steak, he goes, um, yeah, but make sure if you're going to do it, a true Philly cheesesteak is a ribeye, cheesesteak is a ribeye, and then I get going, I'm like, you know what, man, that's what tastes amazing with, not only that I put green chili in there, but we threw cheese, I'm like, I want some cheese whiz, he goes, and gets a provolone, those he says, oh, so that's me, you know, um, and I don't know how true it is, but he says the uh, true Philly ch- is made with provolone and or cheese whiz. And I'm like, this is amazing. You know, I'm putting stuff together. I cooked, I'm starting to get a different uh, taste index. I, I don't know how, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but I have a way to, you know, my palate is changing. I'm seeing the flavor, I'm seeing things, smelling things. You know, I'm hanging around the people that are foodies. They're just like, you know what else you could do? You know what else I would do with this? You know what this could use? My my, my answer is always green chili. You could always use green chili. Uh, the world needs green chili and everything. Chocolate. Yes, chocolate. I make a green chili brownie some days. And that's one of my favorite, favorite things of all times. Green chili brownies. Got this little kick. Woo! It's hot. It rises. It gets hotter again, and just that quick, it's gone. And then you get this note of chocolate, and it's just like green chili, too. Wow. Definitely one of those ones you only eat one or two pieces of if you don't want heartburn. And if you're going to eat anything else, you better have it. You better have at least uh, two good cups of cough, um, uh, milk. Sobriety. I'm still thinking on that thought. I'm still on that whole note of, you know, what is it that we're doing to stay, to fill our voids? Uh, I feel like sometimes I don't have the adventure and, uh, that I'd like to see in life. Growing up, cowboy kid, you grew up with pretty much everything, you know, in a lot of ways, everything's going to hurt you hurt you and or kill you if you're if you're not careful um you know um trying to trying to find a feeling that gives you a feeling of excitement or uh, euphoria um, and you know happiness you know I, I've tried that I've tried to go out there and I try to be happy for whatever reason it just 
obviously it's never enough because I just got to the point where I was drinking too many beers a day. Yeah, and I'm talking about a day. I mean, I want to drink a six pack, but I definitely have two or three on the regular. Wondering why I'm all round. <laughs> you look like a cook. You can't trust a skinny cook. You can't trust a so a drunk one either. If he ain't sober when he's cooking, sometimes I don't know. Definitely not me. Um, you know, I'm definitely finding myself like, oh my goodness, you know, we got plenty of times to fill my fill my day with to go do something positive. Trying to get back to reading my Bible. That's I'm a couple days in, but I just get an anxiety feeling, so I just don't quite do it yet. Uh, but I have been opening up, um, trying to read, make sure I do that. Um, I want this to be one of those things that with the clarity, I can put the extra energy I get from this into my food, into my cooking. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to just... Um, wanting to do a lot more with my food and I think my food's good um and I've got I've put out so you know like avocado sauce it's not hard work but it's more it's more work and I just got to get over that whole it's more work and just go do work um <clears throat> I have figured out how to make this job not only the easiest job as I could possibly work my in my own life um but for a food business um i've figured it out i've got it going for me you know i've got it figured out where if i absolutely must have to i'll work it by myself and can do it uh, am i add an extra two minutes to an order then it will you know or i won't say two minutes say an extra minute and a half so what would take a three and a half minute order would be closer to five. Um, depending on how many orders I'm getting at once. Certain days I get orders, you know, like I go to Lander. I have a ranch ranch family, they come up and they roll up every single time with a list. 11 and 9, 11 and 9 between the two. And they sit there and I've, I've taken those orders. I've taken those orders plus other orders and ran it by myself running 80 plus um items out the window is tedious work when every one of them has to be built and so how many people can say that they've got it figured out that they can still push an order to anywhere from two to two to five minutes two to five minutes depending on the size of the order you know a single item i can have it out in just under a minute to a minute and a half, you know, depending on if it's the order on that order right then and there. Um, you know, grab, grab, throw together and roll out the window. Red or green? Red or green? You know, red or green salsa? What do you want? The green salsa, the red, red salsa, the green salsa? Your choice. Um, so I like that. Um, just trying to get back to moving forward. Um, trying to surround myself with positive people. Um, we had a good conversation on the podcast last night. Talked to talking to Corey G. Rota on the Corey G. Show. 
talking to um, Pat, Mr. Pat Bergen, um, getting his two cents, listening to a new dad. It's always interesting to hear a new parent. You know, uh, I've been at it for 10 years. I've got to four. You know, it's it's good to hear another person with a fresh aspect on animal or animals, <laughs> children. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, you can't tie one up in the backyard. Oh, that's a bad joke. <laughs> Flag that, probably not. But uh, it, um, hearing the excitement of, uh, oh man, you know what he just did? You know what? He had a day. His day was not the best of days. It was the rest of days. It was the worst of days. It was a toddler day. <laughs> Walk, bonk, and fall. That's how they rock and roll. Um, you know, and here, seeing the light in his eye, I thought it was just, you know, I, I think I want that again. I'm trying to find that again. I'm trying to find that excitement about my family and children. I'm not saying I don't love them, but it's, you've been a parent you've been a family good person for long enough to kind of understand you're just going through life it is life <laughs> you yell at your kids you try to get them to do what's right you yell some more and you help them out and love them in between and then love, yell at them some more <laughs> it seems like it's like why and then you got four different personalities I got my little toddler Losi that little girl, she's got a perfect, she's a perfect uh, fusion of four, of three kids placed in one. You know, sweet, sweet, sassy like her big sister, total grump like her, her brother Kieran, and just super smart and just a little bit too quick on the wit like her big brother Stetson. You know, they've got, she's got all three, and then she's just out there. I get the excitement. But sometimes I just forget to watch. Maybe that maybe that's the key. Is with all the going, it seems like all my going and going and groaning, I forget to step back, smile, and enjoy the view. Um, how many times do we take our family for granted? How often do we take our family for granted? Um, you know, this week I'm not gonna say I was scared. I really wasn't. Um, my mom and my dad, you know, they got tested for COVID-19. COVID-19. Coronavirus! As my son would like to yell around the house. Um, you know, they got COVID. They got the corona. And on top of that, they were down for the sickness. Um, for, well... They're still just coming out of it, but they're just talking about the bad breathing and it sucks, but you know, it's tough, but it's not worse by any means, but it's been tough. You know, my brother, him and his kids, they end up getting it and they said the same thing. They said it was worse, but it wasn't the worst. It's been bad. It's been weird, if anything, the weirdness, they said. My brother said, yeah. He's had a lot completely lost the ability to smell and taste for like one or two days. That would drive me bizarre. Not being able to smell something, not being able to taste my food. Ugh. My life is based on those two, on those two uh, very things together. You know, how can you cook 
if you can't smell? How can you cook if you can't taste? Oh my word, that would just that would be the absolute worst. Um, but as far as you know, I'm I'm glad everyone seems to be getting better and getting okay and handling this just fine. Even you know, my dad has underlying conditions, and he even he seems like he's doing good with this. Like it's not like he's gonna just just fine. Um, you know, so I've been in prayer for them. You know, praying with them. You know, um, kind of just kind of try not to be the guy that's moaning and groaning and bitching around and being that sad guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I don't mean it. You know. I'm not trying to be that guy. I want to be super. Po- I like to be more positive. Um, you know, like I said, tomorrow we get the we get to go. We get to go. Uh, and I was, oh, that's kind of what happened there. I was bouncing around. I forgot what I was talking about. Getting stuck with my mom and dad. You know. Um, but back to the conversation. You know, we when I was saying, you know, me, Corey, and Mr. Pat, all three of us were doing the podcast yesterday you know we had a really good time we appreciate you know it's, it's appreciative to be around people that want to do what's right and you know we're just three guys just hanging out with really when it comes down to it we, we you know I think every one of us wants to be known but every one of us wants to do what's right um I, there's a guy there's a soldier marine and I can't think of his name, but he went out there and he was very decorated. You know, came out of this battle. Just one thing after another. And they said, what did it take to be so great? He says, I wasn't trying to do anything great, guys. Be great, guys. I was just trying to do what's right. You know, saving so many people and taking out, doing what was right. You know, for him and his boys and getting them out, fighting against bad guys. Um, you know, we don't have those type of scenarios, but we do have the moral obligations to do what is right. Um, moral obligations to make sure we keep ourselves in check. I'd like to say that we keep our friends in check, you know, um, and our, and our family most of all. Um, but I think I got the friends I have. We have, we are capable of having the ability to keep each other in check on uh, the morals, you know. There's times we talk and we kind of catch each other over the years. Just, mm, what, what about that? What about that? Um, what about that? It sounds right to you. What about that? Um, seems to be the answer. Um, what about that? How about that? How is that? How do you think so? And I think it's cool. I'm glad I have that that resource. Three you know, guys, you know, these guys I think are considered to be brothers. You know, as close as brothers sometimes. When you have friends and you want 
be to be able to be honest with each other and to you know you don't always get that you don't always have people that can be there and say oh yeah good idea good thinking i'm glad you said something you know i'm glad that was um brought to my attention oh thanks for the heads up and the help these are the kind of guys that just seem to be you know like I said they really want to be better I've got another buddy up in Michigan and he's you know he had me wondering about him you know and now he seems to be rocking it out man this guy's just he's doing what's right I'd like to get him on here I'd like to hear his two cents I'd like to hear him say you know why am I? Why am I actually? Why am I up moving? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing better? Why am I getting uh, being successful with my business? You know, um, how or how do I make? How do I keep it being successful? How do I stay successful? Right now, Michigan is a rough place to be. Michigan is hard to get anything done. It's amazing that anybody can live. But, um, you know, um, but, you know, I can always say Corey's, Corey's a guy that's helped me, um, with my thinking as a friend to say, you know, definitely question things that I say and do. And then Mr. Pat, he's always caused me to help me want to think deeper, you know, uh, is it is, you know think beyond just the orange skill peel you know let's get to the let's get to the orange let's get to the fibers let's get to the what makes an orange up down all the way down to the core to the stem you know things that nobody thinks about they just think, think, oh here's an orange yum okay almost done what about that orange and that what makes that peel what makes that what makes it all work together? Yeah, I like you know I like that kind of thinking. Yeah, he's yeah definitely got a, a way of just saying things and just kind of oh okay. I think this is this is, a, this is a good place to be. First is a good conversation. He always likes to use words that are just going. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell me what that one means, dude. Don't want to sound like a dumb guy, but I don't know what that means. Maybe not dumb. I don't want to say I want to sound dumb because I don't think I ever sound dumb. Person. <laughs> um. Don't ask my wife that question. Um. Or any of my friends. But um. Uh, um. Just. Yeah, my brain was blank on that thought. Um, ignorant. Ignorant is the word I was looking for, not dumb. Um, I wouldn't consider myself dumb. I consider myself ignorant. Not an ignorant as an arrogant ignorance, as in clueless ignorance, and uneducated ignorance. Yet, we're still willing to be taught so to eliminate ignorance as I can. 
I really don't know if I do a good job or not, but I definitely want to try to say I do a good. I I, I try anyways. I don't like to try to learn something. Try to learn some truths. Try to learn some facts, and then take that with me, and then get to work, and get in the food truck, and make food. Make oh man, it's a rush. I'm ready for lunch break tomorrow. I'm already getting the, already getting the jitters. It's like, yeah, yeah. All kinds of pumped. And if you want to catch me, catch me tomorrow. Be over at Rocky Mountain. I'll be open about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Till at the latest, probably 2 if it's a slow day. And if it's any kind of great day, it's probably going to be sold out by 12.30. So... That's that's it for the Gary Podcast Show. Uh, I'm hoping to bring some more truth, uh, some more, um, bring something else to the table next time, other than just kind of what's going on. But I'll try to keep everybody updated with the food podcast. Um, try to keep it more about food. I'm gonna try to cook something up this week and have something that I can share uh, on my Mighty Food Adventures. I don't know if I talked about my carne asada last week. The carne asada, my goodness, I was just like, oof. Carne asada has been one of those things that I've not been able to come up with a for a menu um, item uh, that I can say is consistently good and consistently awesome. Last week, found it I don't eat I'm not a person to eat seconds of my own cooking I really not I'll set my ta- I'll set my plate maybe two or three tacos and I'm full that's just the way I am last night I had third or la- um, the other night I had thirds turned around my oldest had seconds and I think even my second girl had a second taco her yeah my first girl had a second taco Number three, she had a ta- she had two tacos, and then the baby she ate two tacos herself, and uh, I was pretty pumped about that. Hey, if I'm trying to make something, you know, you know, I think as a kid to eat anything anything I cook twice. Somebody once said, "Yeah, but they also they also eat crown paper and dog poop if you're careful." Yes. But how many times will they eat your food more yeah, yeah, more than the you know the one bite just to say you got? Because <laughs> they got like they said snacks, paper, glue, yada yada yada. <laughs> yes, my food is better than that. They ate seconds. So I think, like I said, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty that's a that's a win in my book. It's a win that. Um, if I really, like I said, if my kids don't like it, I just ain't gonna serve it. And I will not serve it out the window. This is Gary Burrito Guy Show. And this is the end. Have a great day. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Gary the Burrito Guy solo show. 
I hope your week has been positive. Hope you've gotten through ha- halfway through on positive note on a downhill slope Friday, Thursday, and Friday in view, and let's go. Um, back back to work. Second day. So I've been I've had both days very good. Uh, I brought exactly what I needed and sold out exactly what I needed. Um, so it's been a very good day. Uh, it's been a very good week so far. Uh, Riverton, Lakota, love the love, hometown. You know, everyone shows up, rolls up, and they just buy you out, buy you up, and buy you out quick in a heartbeat. Um, Lander, Lander, Lander is a good one. Lander is another one of those places I really enjoy being. Um, they really show up and they really uh, um, show the love. Every week I get I get all the people and the people just seem to like Gary. I'm like Lander, how are you? Um, <clears throat> Last day with my regular gal, Leah. She's going back to school, going back to work at school. So that kind of bummer. Always having to lose out on a good on a good employee. Um, I've been, I've just, enjoy, I've just enjoyed the last few days. The last few days have been good. Like I said, with uh, business going well, you know. Being able to help a friend out in need when he was in tr- when he was needing some help, you know, I was able to step up to the plate and be that guy, you know, not not trying, you know, well, I am trying to be that guy. I'm trying to be that friend, uh, trying to be that guy who steps up to the plate and says, "Hey, we're having issues. Can you give us a hand?" Absolutely, I would love to be able to help you out because I can. Um, Being a friend is one of those things. Being friendly is one of those things that I look at um, being a very important tool. Um, not only you know professionally, you know I got to be the friendliest person out there. When I'm bre- selling burritos, there are people out there in this world who are just out to not be happy or anybody else, and that they talk to. And then of course we have critics. You know I'm selling Mexican food. Is this authentic tacos? And I want to look. I just want to look down at them and just be like, "Uh huh." And when, how far south of Colorado, of Denver, have you ever been? <laughs> you know, um, I want to be just, yeah, just. I don't want to be friendly sometimes. And sometimes you just you just keep sit there and you keep smiling, and that's you know that's when I guess that's really my time to shine. Um, I enjoy the fact that I can turn these naysayers into yay-sayers. Say, have you been to Gary's? No. <sighs> Someone finally told me to come out and try your place, so I finally did. And I, I gotta say, freaking amazing food. Best food in Wyoming. Or at least... That's what I've been told. Anywho, uh, today said best tacos in the state. I was like, 
Oh man, you have no idea how how much I needed to hear that. Seriously, um, you know I'm out here. <laughs> I'm selling food that. Oh man, it's good food. It's solid food. It's delicious. It's green chili. Once again, I can never go into the depth of that I need to to talk about green chili because green chili is just this. Ch chili pepper that is just so good uh, it just goes on everything but it just you know I, as long as I sell good chili the people will keep buying as long as I keep smiling it'll bring more people by you know what I'm saying um, friendliness friendliness you know Learning how to go through uh, go through day your daily your daily <clears throat> routine and some people would again out to just not let anybody ha be happy, not out to and you just gotta debate. Well, friend, at this point, what do we say? You know, we can tell them. You can just go ahead and shove it, <clears throat> or you can just smile on and say, as my buddy would do, give. Two big thumbs up and say, have a good day. It's the most annoying thing in the world because you can be in a bad mood and he'll give you that two thumbs up, the ridiculous smile and be like, hey, have a good day. And you just know there's sarcasm written all over it. But what do you say? You know, you know, you just got wished to have a good day, whether it was sincere or not. What do you say? You know, you can either look at them or you can be that person. F you. I refuse to be that guy. At least I really don't want to be that guy. <laughs> oh, my dog. My mighty dog. Mighty Yoshi. Protector of, I don't know, our house. Protector of the knees, knees down. Um... Friendliness, friendliness make is one of those things, you know that you, you um, radiate. I think is the word I want to say. You know, people can tell if you're not, if you're a mean person. People can tell if you're not a friendly person. My wife looks at me so quite often, and she goes, "Gary, you gotta look friendly. You look angry." I don't know why I talk all that way, but I do. <laughs> But no, she'll tell me, hey, Gary, you look, you got it. You need a smile. You look like you're angry, like you're ready to fight somebody or something. It's like, Ugh. and I have to think about, you know, everyone's got the RBF these days. Everyone's got a resting bitch face. Everyone is just out there to go. And like I said, right now, especially today, boy, we got to be friendly. I, I will the other day, me and the wife, we both, in one day, we went and I, we went to a gas station and a fast food place, and then she went into a restaurant. I can't remember whatever it was. And one day, just out of being trying to be friendly. You know, just simply saying, thank you, have a good day. Or, 
how's your day? Oh, that one. That was it. Both of them, you know, they go, hello, how are you? And I, you know, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They, you know, what I would expect from my people. It's like, hello, how are you? Hope you're ready to eat. You know, um, and sometimes people like to, you know, are just as friend, want to be just as friendly, and they'll say, you know, um, well, I'm fine, thank you. And how was your day? You know, what? it's nice to be asked how your day's been. You know, I can be going a thousand miles an hour and won't get a chance to breathe, and that'll give my my mind a mental break, and feel good that you know we had a friendly moment that was um, appreciated by both by both people, myself and the other person. Um, I simply, you know, we was at we went to these places, but I simply said, um, you know, they're like, "How are you?" I said, "I'm good." And how is your day going? And this kid just simply looked at him and he just like totally stopped. He goes, well, um, simply just, just like looked at me. Just, to- I mean, just as confused as I, as confused as I sound, this kid looked at me and he goes, um, good, good. Thanks. Thanks for asking. And just a absolute baffled face. Just could not believe someone said. Or asked how their day was. And then when I left, I said, hey, have a great day. Like I do every time. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not, per, I sell. Everything is thank you, have a great day. Thank you, have a great day. And this kid just, I mean, just lit his moment up. Thanks, you have a great day too. I was pretty pumped that, you know, he was able to be that happy. That I made a simple comment by simply asking him. And same thing. There was another. There was a gal in the gas station, and I'm just like, uh, you know, there's stock. You know, everybody's in line. I'm gonna come in. I'm third or fourth, and there's people behind me. And you know, hello, how are you? I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Thank you for asking. How's your day been? <gasps> what? Oh, my day's been my day's my day's going all right. Thank you. I'm not joking. It's just abs. It stops these people in their steps because everybody is so unfriendly right now. Everybody's on fight. You know, everybody's watching uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. People are on the fight again. People were shot. People are being people are being killed because of unfriendliness. Because people don't want to listen. People don't want to go out there and um, um, communicate. Nobody wants to be friends. They just want to be enemies. If you don't think like me, then we are enemies. That's not the case. That shouldn't be the case. But that's where we're at. You know, people are walking around just ready to be offended. People are just ready to be on the defense. Everything's ready is just ready to be offended. To the point people have forgotten to be simply say to respond to to our fast food professionals. Hello, how are you? Welcome to McDonald's. And to simply respond, I'm good, thank you. How was your day? 
how is your day how is your day is gonna can make or break a person's day I really genuinely believe because people remember the negative but I would hope at the end of the day those people that work funky hours funky schedules running fast food businesses will remember that moment where they stopped in their steps just because they felt friendliness because somebody wanted to ask them how their day was as well so I'm kind of hoping for that I'm also hoping that my friendliness keeps people coming back to my food truck people say oh that's Gary yes I want to go to Gary's Gary's a great guy Gary's a wonderful guy he wants to help the community but not only that I think he's a friend being a friend you know being a friend to the community is sometimes I forget that it's a full time job I get to walk around quick Karen and just do my own thing don't try to help nobody else just want to do my thing but then somebody comes and asks for help you know like I said earlier I was able to help a friend out um, just because I was able to uh, you know I had a vehicle and he was he did not um, you know he he's he's confined to home not um, just he's he's just a um, hurt he got hurt a long time ago so he can't work and he can't drive either because of the injuries and you know he calls me up Gary I need help I'm like buddy here I come let's get you taken care of you know just trying to be his friend just trying to sit down and listen and talk you know starting to make some good friends some starting to make good friends you know want want a good circle of friends that are just honest people good people uh you know that are willing to do what I would want to do you know I want to be a friend like I said that's my you know anybody knows me that calls me friend knows I want to be a I just want to be their friend you know but I don't they can also say yeah Gary doesn't like nobody else either <laughs> so which is it Gary do you want to be people's friend or nobody's friend I try that's just where I'm working on you know being friendly not walking out with the RBF that just says Stone Cold Steve Austin I'm gonna 360 you you know I'm pretty sure I said 316 360 instead of 316 whatever Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> um, tacos are going good tacos are starting to become a bigger um, all the way down um, tacos are starting to become a hit. Like I said, I have had people today say, yeah, it's the best tacos around. If, they, if you want good tacos, go see Gary. Gary's just got the best tacos around. And that's how I want to hear. That's what I want to see. I want to see everyone talking about Gary. Go to Gary's. Go to Gary's. If you know anything about Gary, go see him. Huh. Gonna go buy a new cooler tonight, a uh, drink cooler, so I can stop um, 
getting confused and having my staff work in my cook area, my food area, I think that's going to make life so much easier tomorrow. Not having to worry about having to cross ways and having to slow down or having to help with the extra sodas when the sodas are right there, right then and there. Um, so I'm pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. Um, going back to Lander. <clears throat> Lander loves me enough that I can go twice a week and I can take care of my fans and still have fans angry that they missed me. Um, I found a gal that sells El Salv- Salvadorian tacos. I have been... Uh, you have no idea how how heartbroke I was trying to get a hold of this gal so I can get tacos uh, from somebody else. Somebody else's cooking, somebody else's food. I'm just like... She's probably over there looking at me like, you trying to steal my food. I'm like, no. I promise I've got my own recipe and it's working just fine. I don't need yours. I just want to eat tacos. <laughs> they look really delicious on Facebook. Um, she has something called papusas. I think it's kind of like a bread that's... I need to look it up, actually. But it's some kind of stuffed bread. It's bread stuffed with pork, she said. And then she has a... On Friday, she'll have a bean and cheese. I'm like, dude, that sounds dope. There's another lady. She's coming in from Laramie. Another gal. And, you know, I was talking to her for a little bit. And she's just... I'm like, if you're going to go... She goes, she's going to come into town selling um, pastries. Um, breakfast pastries and she says that she's going to move back and she's going to open a new bakery I'm like why would you want to do that Look, go and get a truck that you can cook in just do your thing keep everything clean keep everything sanitary and then you'll be able to um Um, get a truck and be the pastry person, the pastry gal. There's no gals, there's nobody, and there's no guys or gals running around selling pastries out of a trailer out of in Wyoming. It's golden. It's spot on. It's an open market. No one's going from town to town selling coffee and bre- breakfast pastries. It's a totally different. Uh, um, um, <clears throat> genre of food I can't even think what I'm thinking of uh, uh, but I think it would be a solid idea I think it'd be solid um, to go have someone going around with cinnamon rolls and coffee on once a week and if they're as good as they're supposed to be and they better be that good or I'll say you know it ain't gonna work um Why not? Why not? You know, that's what I'm saying. We need more food trucks out here. I would love a sandwich, like a homemade sandwich where, you know, you can get a 
genuine Italian salami sandwich or um, meatball sub. Um, what don't we have around here? I would love a ramen truck. Oh my goodness, a ramen truck would just be the bomb. Just saying, I've been watching one in New Mexico. Mind blowing. Infused with green chili, cooked with from um, Asian point of view with New Mexico touches. I'm just like, good grief. Count me in. Where do I sign up? I want some of this. Get somebody that can do that up here with, uh, with just, you know, ramen. I don't care. Homemade ramen, real ramen, uh, ramen filling. Along with the, you can get the little crab cakes. You can get the little egg. You can get the meat cutlets. Why? Oh. I'm just getting started. You know, Wyoming has two two wing trucks as of right now one uh taco truck and laramie taco truck and casper i'm uh the other hispanic truck john mexican food truck uh sheridan has one i know uh cody has one or two trucks now that are mexican food oh they have a thai food truck over there i gotta get there next time they got another smoke food. We got lots of smoke food. 307 Phillies. Technically, they're, they're, they're smoke food because they're smoked brisket. Um, we got smoke food with uh, the Bunks barbecue. I'm he's he might be one of my best friends out there, and a little bit of bias, but I honestly say believe he has set a he set a standard of barbecue for and smoked foods for me that. If I go out there and eat, I'm just like, it's, it better be unique or good enough to match up to his food. It's just the way it is. Um, there's a smoke truck and, um, Shosh not Shoshone, um, Mitsitsi, Riverton. Cody, Cody's got one or two barbecue trucks. Um, we got the smoke uh, cattleman's camp. We got those gals. We got um, their smoke food and barbecue. We got the gals over at um, um, Mama Diaz. Uh, we get, so, you know, once again, you know, um, there's a, oh, I guess there's a truck in Sheridan that does sandwiches, but they kind of do Mexican, New Mexico with New Mexico chilies. I'm dying to get out there just so I can go eat their food. I'm not going to lie. I just want their food. Today has been brought to you by ugly blackberry sparkling water with other natural flavors. Gross. Um, yeah, today's been a good day. Um, let's see what's today, Wednesday, so. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 
10 days sober. Felt a little weak about it today, you know, thinking, good grief, I worked my butt off. Good grief, it is freaking hot. Good grief, I could go for a cold. Fill in the blanks. And I just had to keep thinking, what is it I wanted? So, I got water and I left. <laughs> Grabbed me a big tall bottle of water from the gas station and went home. Um, trying to drink sparkling water in the evenings just to keep hydrated. Give me that bubbly feeling. It's not good, it's not bad. It's bubbly water that's flavored. Um, I think that's kind of it for us today. Don't mean to be sounding all whatever. It's just been a long day. It's been a good day. It's been a great day. Just trying to get my thoughts together. Um, talking about friendliness is just kind of the one I thought I felt like talking about today. I just kind of, you know, you know, talking about some friends. With, uh, you know, having my coworker talking about how she's so happy to have friends and blessed to have friends and just the friendliest person you've ever met. And you're just like, yeah, we need more of that. And that's why I try to hire big bubbly people. Keep them happy. Keep them coming. You know. <sighs> I, oh, I remember now. I kind of just got lost on the, the whole thing about foods. I'd love to have just, just would like to have more food out there. But, alrighty. Well, this is Wednesday to 2020 of August. I have one, I think it's the last Wednesday of, the, of August. Where has this year gone? Uh, it's almost time for elections. We was walking into the 2020, this is the year. Bad news, bad news, bad news, coronavirus. Now we got protesters. We got people shooting each other. We got people trying to destroy and defund and get rid of the police completely. Um, we got people try, trying to mess with the elections, trying to do what it takes to get rid of our current president, Donald J. Trump. What else has we got? Oh, there's a hurricane down on the on the east side of the country, southeast of the country, and the Mexican Gulf. It's been quite a year, guys. It's been quite a run, and August is already done. Man, for as bad a year as it's been, we sure has sluggishly rushed to this point. <laughs> well, Keep your mask on if you feel like you gotta wear your mask. Wash your hands if you, well, just wash your hands. Not gonna lie, just wash your hands. Respect the mask. People don't need your crap. Wear your mask if the business says wear your mask. No one's taking your rights away. It's their policy, trying to stay healthy, keep people from being sick. Um, Be friendly. 
This is the end of the Gary Burrito Guy show. Laters. Welcome to the Gary Burrito Guy solo show with my homie Corey G. Rhoda, what's up y'all? And we're just here today, just trying to kill some time before we actually do the big cast of the big cast. Uh, how have you been today, bud? Good, man. Good. Another busy day. Another busy day. But that's what Sundays are for. Uh, how was your week? It's good. Progressive? Yeah. Productive. 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 Very yes. nice. Cool. Yeah, no, today's, this week's been very productive. First week back. I think that's another reason why I'm tired is first week back from work after two weeks off of nothing and then trying to come back into it i've kind of found myself finding myself a little bit more on the tired side yeah it catches up sometimes you need a little vacation from a vacation oh man i'm done like, vacation like I'm ready we, to work. anytime we go somewhere we always take a day to be home before like if i take a week off i always know that last day on my vacation is meant to sit home it ain't for traveling we'll travel back on a saturday if i have to but usually we'll travel back early Sunday. So, you know, I mean, around here, the farthest you're going is six hours. So if you leave by seven or eight in the morning, you know, you're home by one or two. And that's a little less time than I'd like because I usually like to, I, like I said, I, on something like six hour drive, I bet I'm staying home. I'm coming home Saturday because I don't want to. Oh, I hate wasting that Sunday. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a real big fan of it. But at the same time, I also don't mind it at the same time. Um just trying to make sure you keep your, you know, mind ready for work and ready to rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for work Monday, um, you know, my 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 Mondays are Tuesday or my Sundays are Mondays on the regular. So I always have Monday usually to just kind of wind in, you know, get my stuff prepped, get my kitchen prepped, clean up, get ready to roll. And as I go, you know, I'm able to take maybe even catch a nap throughout the daytime. Right. And when that happens, I'm able to go ahead and get my mind ready for the week, get my mind, my game face on. And, you know, that's just how it goes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a mindset. Like you said, you just got to wake up and be in it. Um I try to tell myself, like, a bright line, like, something I try to follow is when I wake up, I like to be out of that bed within 10 minutes of waking up. Right. That's that's one of those things, but I fail at it all the time. I'm usually up and going in 15 minutes, but my whole life is right there at the house, so, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really have much of a choice, and we're getting up and, you know, I'm, I'm rocking and rolling, trying to get, just making sure the um, last of the prep is done, last of the prep is ready to go. Making sure that uh, I'm ready. Uh, I've got enough salsa cups cupped. I've got um, all my stuff on the heat. Getting re- already ready to rock and roll. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm sure with it being at home, it, it's probably a little easier at times too. Because it's home, but it's probably a little more frustrating. Because home is where you work, so it's hard to retreat there yeah. too. Yeah, you know? well the nice thing is being able to work out of that trailer full time now. Because it can literally take care of it. it is fully self-sufficient dishes are done right there 
uh, cooking's done right there. Yeah. I have. A, I see you I, cruising down the road the other day, driving that bad boy. Hey. It looks so funny. It's like you remember Chris Farley's big guy in a little suit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, all I could think was like a little guy in a big old truck, man. Because <laughs> oh, oh, I bet I look tiny, that dude. Huge, dude. It's I bet, huge. I bet it makes me look small in comparison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny, but it's cool. Uh, this week I'm so excited. Tuesday. Um, the K News 13 NBC is gonna come by and do an interview on my truck. For real, dude. She's like, "You ready to do this?" And I'm like, looking at the lady. I'm like, "I don't have enough New Mexico clothing on. I don't even. I'm not gonna even wear my New Mexico logo shirt for my business. I'm just wearing a big old blue with a air balloon Zia on there with my white hat." Just, I'm going to scream New Mexico out, you know, just really, I want, I want first and my first impression is to be New Mexico. Yeah. You know, I want everyone to see me and I say, oh, he's got green chili. And that, that's a city in Nevada, right? Yes. Just quiet side <laughs> on the, towards California. Um, totally nowhere near there. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a state. <laughs> The state of New Mexico. 505 is a real area zone. <laughs> Please, witness me. Witness me! Oh, that's me. This way. I'm just like, Gary. Don't say anything, Gary. <laughs> you know, just keep it cool, calm and cool and just, you know, just do your deal. Well, if anything, you're good knowing that she's going to edit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. And voiceovers where she'll play your voice over like little bee shots where she'll show you like rolling tortillas. She'll probably want to get a shot of you cut, frying one up, rolling one out. Cut, yeah. She will, she's going to want to watch you slap one out. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's Every gonna once like, in a while, I'm going like, to pull the, bit, the weirdest right thing now, is in the just... inner. I know I'm going to be watching the news and you're going to see me say something like, bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a B. There's just a straight W-E-N-O. Bueno. And that's New Mexico. That's us. We're too right. lazy even to say the B. Bueno. <laughs> that's going to be great. And that, so that's when? Uh, that'll be Tuesday. Tuesday. So uh, I'm just hoping it's going to go. You know, like I said, I'm hoping it's going to catch the eye of some people. You know, the right kind of people. Um, Anybody hosting an event? Sponsoring an event? Man, get yeah. you on there. Yeah. Well, I, got, I still got to get the suppression system. That's my biggest thing I've been talking about. Uh, probably all week long is got to get that suppression system for the ex- or extinguisher system, right? Um, so I can leave. Our county is pretty good that they will meet you in the middle, um, but in hopes that you'll upgrade and you'll improve, and so they give you that ability without making you spend the extra five thousand dollars that all the other counties require. Okay. Okay. Even before you start, just from an open flame. Just as long as it's an open flame, you know, it's a health risk. Right. You know, I've caught to the, you know, talking to the wing it guy. The guy tells me, Gary, what is your life worth? Honestly. He says, you're working with propane, bro. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, come on. He's like, come on. What's your life worth, bro? And I'm just like... Uh, I don't want to spend that. I have to spend that money, but for insurance or no, to have the extinguisher system in there. Oh, it's a fire extinguisher system. I see. 
I don't have a fire extinguisher inside my truck outside of a hand extinguisher. How so, much is it? How much is something like that? Five grand. Yeah, that's tough. But that's what tough. is but what is my life worth? You know, rock and rolling, going down big distances again. So so what's I mean, you don't think you'd be able to get out of the truck? Because if it's going to explode, the extinguisher system ain't going to stop it before it explodes. But it could at least stop the film burning me from, with from you know, to death as it burns continuously. It was able to knock itself out. Okay. Because it's made, it's, it's, kitchen stuff is made to knock out and water, it, Is it grease. just tapped onto your, like, your gray water? No, it's, so you put it on the side, you put a, you put a, there's a couple, like a gallon, gallon and a half, two gallons, whatever. Whatever. It's probably not even water, huh? It's probably some kind of mixture. Dude, it's all chemical. Up. It's all chemical. Yeah. And it's made specifically for kitchens. So it's made to take out flour. I mean, well, flour, you're screwed. Like grease fires. And grease and fires and all that stuff. It's not going to stop it from exploding because, it, I mean, that's what's going to... But I make sure I keep all my windows open, dude. Right. All my windows will stay open all the time. Yeah. I'm just... I'm paranoid about my propane. Yeah. So I, I put that thing on Facebook about getting that gas line unhooked at the house, you know, and my buddy at the city reached out and he's like, you might be supposed to get a permit for that. I said, oh yeah. And he said, I think I'll let you know. He said, just cause there's like things that could go wrong and like, you might have to have it pressured and stuff like that. Exactly. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And that's, and that's um, we like, got to go and have, so once we get it hooked up, we have to have X amount to just be in there so they can pressure test. And once they get the pressure test, they get a plumber, they put the staff of approval, and you're good to go. Fire, fire, uh, uh, what do you call him? A fire chief, fireman, fire dude. He comes in, checks it out, and says, um, it's fire safe or it's fire not safe. You know, um, for, you know, like if I want to go to Casper, they got the big food truck event going on. Yeah, I'm beating myself again, head against the wall because guess who everybody's going to see? Mm-hmm. Not me. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I, And whose name do you want him to see? Well, Gary's Rojo Oberde. Well, all I have Wayno? to do, all I have to do is pull up in the front and say, Wayno? You can't see nobody but me anyways because I'm too big. <laughs> too large for this scene. Um. Well, that was a quite a rant for me. That's good though. That's good, man. Sometimes you gotta get that out, think out loud, have those thoughts, project them out, and that way you yeah. can figure your shit out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. You know, I have to. You know, getting those kind of weird thoughts out. You know, today or this week, I end up screwing. I I'm not gonna say I screwed up. I'm not gonna say I failed. But I just went. I went to the Did golf you course. Succeed? No. You failed. I did. But anyways. I had a beer. Gary, Gary. 13 days. Fuck up. I went 13 days. And... So jump off the bridge. I'm good on to. But all the bridges around here don't look like it's very safe, so... Yeah, that's true. You probably wouldn't make it. No. Might hurt yourself. Might hurt myself, and we're not really that's about not that. Goal. That's not the goal. I mean, you said jump off. I mean, I figured we'd go swimming or something. Yeah, that's what I figured. Like a diving board. You know, go get go get an adrenaline rush. Go get that adrenal glands going. Get your mind tri- switched up a little bit. Yeah. How are things with the neighbor? Quiet. Yeah? Quiet. Um, Today, rolled by... Blue and the smooth. Um, <laughs> no. 
Um, I didn't like what I seen. Uh-uh. Um, just by posture and, uh, you know, basically, you know, watching the posture as he in his vehicle was moving by him. Like erratically? Mm, no, no, but real got real stiff necked and just kind of mumbling under his breath. You know, he just cussed me out. Oh, yeah. Um, He won't be my friend. I brought fireworks over. He didn't appreciate it. <laughs> I wanted to go shooting. He didn't want to. <laughs> I thought we were going to play demo derby. No, he got pissed when I took his garbage cans out with my car. Yeah. Um, hey, man. That was If wild. you ain't living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm... That is so hardcore, dude. Your neighbor's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he took a couple weekend breaks um, for those for those trash cans, so that was nice. Yeah, because you know we turned all the lights off and everything, and we was actually able to sleep, which is not a cool uh, is a very uncool feeling to have, especially with kids, mm-hmm. wife, and yeah, everything. Sleep you know. is wonderful. Sleep is wonderful, and then just but not not always being on edge in your sleep mm-hmm. in your sleep you're always just like what's happening yeah you know I can yeah. hear the I can hear the back door you know the dog every time the dumb dog is going in and out I'm listening all night long I bet I bet I already do as it is and I couldn't imagine like yeah. with the situation and events you've seen I I bet I would be tenfold you're, as well you're hyper alert I'm finally learning how to sleep through I'm sleeping while I'm listening, though. Mm-hmm. So, but so I'm not to the point where it's keeping me awake. I'm just I'm sleeping, but I'm just and I'm listening to everything. Yeah. Um, more methodical. Yeah. You know. So, uh, what's going on? Okay, that's the dog. That's the dog in the back door. All right, that's the other dumb dog. All right. What's that? What's that sound? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, is that deer? You're listening to the gravel because you'll hear deer walking Big across step, there. Step. And then you just hear a. Tuk, tuk. Okay, that's that's a deer. And every once in a while, man, pretty sure Bigfoot takes a few steps. You hear. It's like, oh come on, man. That that's how you can tell. That's how I've always known is like uh, animals have like a single step while we have a double because you have the impact. And then the full pressure when you get your toes down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. While them deer, man, they got them little ass feet, so they're just... Little taps. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And that's that's me, too. I, uh... I just, you know, with the kids and shit, you always worry about crazies and shit, like breaking into windows and whatnot. <laughs> so I hear anything. Because we usually try to let the kids, like, keep their windows cracked, you know, keep mm-hmm. good airflow. And, oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like to sleep with a good window cracked wide open fan on blast laying on the floor because it's so damn hot in your room my kids yeah yeah man I, I do it shit my son no my son closes the window and then my other one puts the fan right up to his face oh yeah see we, we've got it at the foot of our bed and then it just goes back and forth on us yeah we got big, we got one of those window air conditioners mm. so we just like and that's what bugs me because every once in a while it'll hit a it'll just hit this It'll go make a whir sound, you know, and then all of a sudden it just sounds like, I'm like, it's a suburban. 
I'm serious, man. Don't worry. It's yeah. a Suburban. Because a Suburban is one of those loud Suburbans from back in the day, you know? And you can tell. And so I'm just like, is that him? Is he outside? Is he ready to go and we ready to battle this out and do this, get this done once mm-hmm. for all? What's happening? As soon as you get outside, you see him. Rain starts coming down. A little bit of thunder. I knew I'd find you out here. The time is now. Prepare yourself. <laughs> oh man, that would creep me out, man. Because I'd be like, "Is it rain?" No, I was just being when I shot him. <laughs> man, to have someone be aiming a gun at your house, dude. I'd be like running for the yard. I'm like, I know there's a guy at the end of the table, at the end of the road, but he's by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last thing you want to go towards the kids at all. That's why when this guy over here shot that, he was shooting through the house. Uh, he shot a gun in the house twice, but he shot south rather than north, you know. Mm-hmm. But him and I exchanged some words on that. I said, how the fuck do you feel, you know? I'm sitting there playing with my kid in the living room. Next thing you know, something comes through and just, boom, blows her head out. I said, then you wouldn't have to worry about pulling the trigger yourself, you know what I mean? Right. Like he, he said he was doing suicide, but, you know, and the guy's doing a lot better now. Um. But no, no. It's still. Dude, kids die all the time. People die all the time. Yeah, I remember when we were young, that was a big thing they were pushing. Yeah. Uh, was the... Um, the inner city, taking guns away because the yeah, idiots were shooting, shooting, in, shooting, shooting in the air. Check out what my dad got, dude. Bang. Oh, shit. Mike? 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 Oh, shit. You know, and you just fucking blew your buddy's head off. Man, me and my kids, we go over that stuff. Don't you even touch it. Don't you look at it. Don't yep. you breathe at it. Yep, my kids know. You they know, know. not to touch that shit. They're just like, mm-mm. I, like, I say, when do you touch my guns? They say, never. I say, that's right. That's what I tell them. And I ask them the same thing. I said, if you see any, if you see anybody with it, what do you do? They said, if I'm not there, what do you do? Sweep that bitch. Grab the <laughs> gun. Knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you know, you just make sure they point that gun at the ground. Make sure yeah. that's pointed Barrel at the down. ground. But always, always, always. You know, we've been shooting a lot. We've been doing a lot of self-defense stuff. And, you know, try, trying to make sure we don't have gun, a gun-related issue. Mm-hmm. You know, gun-related issue in our house. And if it does, we make sure it goes in our favor. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it seems old Patty Boy has let us down once again. He's looking that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as this whole week goes, I mean, I can look at myself and say, well, I screwed up and beat myself over the head, or I can just keep on going. And I'm just going to keep on going, you know. And That's all you can do, brother. That's all I can do. Because guess what? The sun is going to come up tomorrow. Unless that bitch explodes or you die. Either of which could happen at any moment. Any so, moment. So well, Take it for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, me and Bunk this week, we're going to go join up on Tuesday. Over in, or Thursday, Wednesday in Lander. So we're going to see how that goes. Both of us hitting the same um, um, parking lot. Can we get a sound system put on your truck? Sure. I think I got some speakers. You just, boom, set that up, dude. 
have a little bit of music jamming out for everybody when they roll up. You don't need anything big. You know what I mean? It's just oh, yeah. for right there in the front because you don't want to bother others. Um, no, I've been thinking about that. I've been wanting to go get some kind of system. So why not? Let's get some music going. Let's get some people. And I got a whole bunch of music I got from New Mexico that are, you know, <clears throat> local bands playing um, covers of country singers and other Mexican Hispanic songs and some of them are really good some of them are corny as I'll get out but for me it's stuff I grew up in listening to in New Mexico you know on the yeah. ra- on the local radio stations and hearing Wade at night so I think it you know sharing more culture of my culture that in ways like that I think would be fun yeah no I think I think that's hella dope and I think we might get a little creative here Cool. If I've got two door hinges, we're about to build you an A-frame right now. So I got all this wood right here. Ooh, we're gonna get creative. He looks like he's got a he's got a mission on his mind, and he's about to do it. Yep, yep. Here we go. Stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. Well, and with that being said, we have another podcast to get started. So this is the Gary Burrito Solo so bad Burrito Guy Solo Show. With my buddy Corey G. Rona, peace. Signing out. Y'all have a good week. Be progressive and we'll talk to you again probably here in a day or two. Good morning and welcome to the Gary the Burrito Guys solo show. How are you all doing today? Well... It's been quite a, quite the week been, uh, since the last time we was on. Uh, got the week done. Uh, heck of a week. Uh, been able to really crank out the burritos this week. Uh, get the uh, tacos out. That's been a big experience for me. Just learning how to go from burritos, 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 burritos to... Burritos, 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 tacos, burritos, 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 tacos, tacos, burritos, tacos, burritos, tacos, burritos, 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 tacos, tacos, burritos, tacos. And the thing is, they're not buying like three tacos. We're talking like order of taco because it's a $3 taco. People are willing to pay for $11 for a burrito. They ought to do that. Now that I think about it. Maybe we got to come up with a burrito and a burrito and a, a taco uh, special. Come and buy get Gary's burrito taco special, just like Taco John's without the uh, cool little uh, potato wedges on there. Uh, that'll be down the road. But as far as till today, um, we're just gonna keep trying to crank out tacos. People are like, "When are you gonna do the Spanish rice and the beans?" I'm like, you guys are gonna have to give me about six months to get used to running this because now I'm doing extra cooking, extra prepping. Um, not too much prepping, I don't think. Uh, making enough meat for both kind of meals has definitely been the bigger thing, I guess. I would like to be able to get to where I am doing more. Maybe I, I'm real. It's kind of one of those things. I've been kind of getting stuck in between. Do I put in an extra three to five pounds 
which is I'll be up this year. But then, then again, winter's winter's around the corner. You know, uh, Wyoming. Uh, it's it's September first. You know, the beginning of the first week of September. I'm already thinking winter's around the corner. And what are we gonna get? Uh, am I should I increase my food or just maintain and see if hopefully? And it has it has worked. It seems to have done itself. But it seems to uh, be uh, work out. It just it, it tends to work out. <laughs> people are coming in and people are ordering. What I need to do. What I need to do is build a awning with a front cover flaps door something that won't let me freeze to death because it's letting in so much you know cold air but at the same time I've got something that'll allow me to be able to keep working and not let my poor uh, cu- customers freeze to death <laughs> Um, excuse me. As of right now, it is 4.52 a.m. And right now, it is a very trying time for me and my family. I'm headed down to, uh, to New Mexico. Um, God willing, be a productive journey. Um, being that being said, like I'm able to go down, mom, you know, pulls through, and doctors are saying that she's doing really well um, at this point. And I'm, my goal is to hope, hoping and wishing, and everything else in this world. Uh, when I come back, you know, instead of waiting two, you know, possible couple weeks of recovery and or being able to see if she's able to start improving, I'm hoping, I'm praying that before I leave, you know, she's improving. I'm trying to leave Monday, uh, four days at home. Traveling 870 miles, I think it is, to go see my siblings and basically just try to be big brother. Uh, it's a weird thought that with life, uh, we forget. I don't know if we forget, but when it's when it's your turn, it's just so real, so, so real, it can't be real, and right now I'm just stuck in this situation of this is just too real, and it sucks that we have to have this point in our lives, and 
instead of going through, pulling through, and then possibly not having to worry about anything, you know, until, you know, my, my mother, this time, you know, or our own times, our own lives, you know, what we think should be normal has been taken away from you. And no matter what you do, no matter how you look at it, no matter, it is real. And there's no getting away from it. And it just sinks in you. I've been having this, I think the thought of death has changed in me. Um, Knowing that this is a critical issue, a critical situation that can happen to any one of us. It can happen to me. Um, grew up in church. My mom was a Sunday school teacher all, all my life. Still is. And here she is sick. You know, uh, I want to go and be like, well, God, obviously, I don't think that's how it works anymore. And, um, because life is life, and when there's life, there's death. You know, every second someone passes, um, Every three seconds is a different dynamic of death. Whether it's murder or natural causes or accidentals. It's still there. And it's very real. And we're just going to have to face it. I watched Bill and Ted's Face the Music this past week. And I think they do one of the coolest jobs of facing the music. It's one life. You know, I don't think, I don't know what they, I don't think their intention was to be like, this is death, this is life. Oh, someone smoked that deer. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, you know, facing the music day to day, you know, there's a part where uh, Bill looks at Ted and goes, Ted, my man, you seem to really be awkward with yourself. And he goes, uh, yeah. It seemed to be that way, don't I? And he goes, I don't get it. And then there's another part where he goes, where they're facing each other. And he goes, Ted, I feel like I've hardly known you. And he goes, well, that's my own fault. And, you know, the whole goal is to write this most excellent song for the world and the universe to love and time and blah 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 you know 
the whole complex of the story, but, you know, were these guys missing the mark? Were these guys missing the, the here and now? Um, or have we taken the time to look at ourselves and to know ourselves out loud um, when no one is around? I've been doing more self-talking. You know, uh, it's a weird concept, but um, if I can say, uh, if I get an idea and I'm not sure, I'm like, well, can we talk it out loud to myself? Can I talk it out loud to myself? If it isn't something I feel like I can say out loud, like, if it just doesn't make sense and I can't talk it, talk it out you know if I can't talk it out to myself how am I supposed to talk somebody else into it <laughs> I figure you know if I can hear myself my thoughts out loud it'll make my thinking um, more in content uh, to stay in context of what we're thinking Like right now, trying to talk right out loud and trying to make sure my thoughts are clear and straight and in a, and going in a, in a straight manner. Um, I don't mind that I go ahead and get on the podcast and ramble a little bit, but there's got to be, I feel like there's got to be a clear case uh, direction uh, today. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, there's a, you know, a few minutes, five minutes ago, it got a little bleak. But it's a real, I mean, when do we um, bring these thoughts out? When do we have these thoughts um, processed? And when do we chew, chew, you know, chew the cud on the, on the conversation? Me and my friend Corey, Corey G. Rhoda, was talking when the epidemic first began. Oh, how bizarre. This unreal this pandemic is. You know, for a while there we was hearing people of people. You know, family of friends. uh, Friends of friends. Acquaintances of, of acquaintances that were Contracting this disease, the coronavirus, and now it's directed my family directly. My brother, his entire family has had it. Uh, all my siblings, all but two, have had have contracted the coronavirus within the past month, three weeks. Every one of us had it, and. He, dumb guy like me, I'm just over there headed down there to go hang out with the other two that haven't had it with dad who has had it and pulled through <laughs> of all the people that should have been uh, I don't know what to say I don't want to say it shouldn't have happened to my dad but the guy has been in the hospital, he has been on death's door several times 
And then he catches this coronavirus. We're like, oh no. And then it's my mom instead. The doctors say she's healthy. Her body's healthy. She's not. She's a good, healthy 60-year-old person. No, not overweight, not underweight. Uh, good blood uh, uh, symptoms, you know, cholesterol and all that stuff. And yet here it's her. Um, and now it's, it's affected me directly. And now it's, you know, wow how real this pandemic has actually become uh, to me recently just wow it's unreal it's scary of what what if this thing was one in three people die scenario one in three people could not one in three people contract one in three people die You know, me and two of my best friends, one of us is gonna go. I don't know. I'm just saying, what if this thing, you know, one day, someday we see something real? Something that is just, there's nothing that can be stopped. Something as bad as one in three. I'm a family of six. Deep thoughts, scary thoughts. Um, but it's just where I'm at. I'm on the road. Once again, 5.04 in the morning. I've got to have my thoughts clear. I've got to be able to go down. I've got to be the big brother here in a little bit. You know, I've got to maintain my uh, dexterity of character, which is not a whole lot sometimes. Um, not a tough guy. Uh, I don't think I'm. I think I'm tougher than the most, but tough as just as much as the rest. And uh, but I'm a human, and I've got siblings, and I've got a dad who needs somebody there who's holding it together. And I'm hoping I'm I'm able to hold my two cents together. Golly, what a wild trip this has been! Emotional roller coaster all throughout the day from moment to moment. Uh, it's been wild, but on the bright side, the doctors have said um, they're giving her every form of um, medicine known for the coronavirus at this point um, they're giving her the new plasma and I believe the plasma itself has been uh, UV cleaned so they're giving her an extra clean dose of, of blood um, they're giving her the hydroquine they're giving her the penicillin <laughs> Um, and then she's, when on the ventilator, she's, she, she's, um, breathing at a hundred percent and her 
her body is responding at 100% in the way that a normal body should. Um, so, great things are, 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 are afoot, but we just gotta sit back and hope, pray, and wish This is all nothing more than a bad dream. <sighs> a very long driven bad dream because I've got 800 miles to go, 60 miles down. <laughs> um, the week, this week has been awesome. I got to have an interview. It was pretty cool. They put me on TV. Um, they made it look really well done. I'm not sure if I said enough to give them anything real that they can just really go with. But you know, now that I think about it, I think they cut out the most important thing for me is the very fact that not only am I from New Mexico, but I'm a Hickory Apache. Uh, being Hickory, um, for me, I think is a big key for my food truck. Not many people. I'm the only native. I'm the only native. Um, you know, I have where I come from. My cousin Ethan runs a stellar food truck when it's open. Um, Right now he's working in uh, professional kitchens, just reing up, but up in his food education. But he's also he's also um, a phenomenal cook who runs uh, his own food truck. So me and him, I know a few, I know other hands of family. Uh, our people are just our people are food vendor food. Uh, people, not in the so fact that we're like um, we all have food. We're, we're vendor. We like vendors. We like to eat at vendors. That's our part of our culture. Uh, New Mexico is all about vendors, um, more so than most places. I, I, I would like. I would like to think because you can go to everyday markets where everyday people get up and set up and then they do it again um, they got farmers markets and a place called Curtin that are open daily Monday through Friday normal business hours 8 to 5 and people set up there'll be some people set up they might set up and sell food and then they'll have the other batch of people who set up and you know they sell their wares uh, depending on what it is it might be tools might be beading it might be um, clothing uh, traditional clothing um, you know people still like to buy that stuff um, I think it's all it's always cool to go and see these old grandmas who've been selling for decades just that's what they do they're, and they're good at it and 
they bring these high quality hand woven um, uh, just oh man uh, brain my blank because they've just got so many things uh, Navajo blankets you know you got big heavy woven blanket hand woven blankets um, Sometimes you can get lucky, you'll find somebody that makes moccasins. Uh, you get the people that still know how to weave the old baskets with the Navajo designs on them. Um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great place to be. Um, I love New Mexico because if you want something, you can find it. Um, just take the time, you know, some, maybe it might be just something somebody uh, welded together over on this one time on this because they were bored or whatever, and, you know, you find the one tool in your life that you cannot live without, or whatever it may be, but because somebody had the same exact idea that you did, found out it worked, they might be selling the selling it as a tool on the regular. I'm just saying it's. Um, they have very um, broad-minded people um, that do run these run these little businesses to keep themselves going, self-employed, do whatever it takes to uh, make sure that they keep the struggle real. Start figuring out how to do the next big thing and 
expand. Um, I read a thing, a business quote saying, if you're not hiring more people, you are not expand. you are not growing. And as hard as that is to hear, because I don't want it, I don't want a bunch of employees, but if I don't have a bunch of employees, am I growing? Am I expanding? Am I making myself, me and myself, and am I, are we doing, am I doing enough? Is what we're doing enough? I don't think so. I would like to see three trucks. Three trucks in the next 10 years. I don't see why I cannot, that can't be something reasonable. I can't see how that could not be something, um, something plausible um, that we go and um, can supply vehicles with um, vacuum sealed meat, fully prepped, fully cooked and ready to go. All they have to do is roll up. Um, make sure they're due, you know, they do like an eight-hour uh, um, thaw in the cooler where we can get them going. And then we go throw it on the stove, get that sucker boiling, uh, get that meat up and ready in the, in the meat heaters, and be set up for, I don't know. Seven eight hundred dollar day. Yeah. Um. I think, or even more. Maybe we have to do more. Um. Maybe I have to be planning for eight nine ten thousand dollar day. I don't know. Um. Oh. My bad, bro. Over there, flashing the sky real bright. Um, expansion, expanding. It's a crazy thought. It's a huge thought, but it's not a out of the question thought. The hook guys are fish on a the hook. They catch their family catches their own fish in Alaska and I'm sure they've expanded from since then to how many people catch fish in Alaska maybe they got two boats now I don't know but they got five count it five trucks running now <laughs> they also have one running in the southern states I thought they said they had one. It looked like they had one that's in Missouri. <coughs> I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? You know, they had one truck in Colorado, one truck in Wyoming. I'm like, that's cool. Now they're expanding that to three and five trucks. That's huge. Why can't Gary do that? Why can't Gary do that with green chili burritos? Why can't Gary do that with his own homemade tortillas? Why can't Gary do that? There is no reason. There is no reason. All I have to do is start cooking tortillas by the masses. 
and I gotta get that tortilla press figured out so I can get 20 I don't know I have no idea how many tortillas I need to make but if I can figure out how to do it with the right amount right size I know it's just just wait learn how to weigh my tortillas yeah that's that deal where it comes into play where uh, maybe you're only doing a one ounce Still doing two or three ounce, probably maybe maybe a two ounce tortilla. No, I'd be heavier than that. But figure out how to sell off the weight. Um, I don't know how people do that. I like to get down to here and go talk to the tortilla people. And see what they what it is they do that makes them that much better because I would love to be the the guy not just a guy the guy that everybody goes and starts buying their tortillas from you know I want to sell to bunks so he can do his wraps I want to sell to uh, Mama Diaz so she, they can do their breakfast burritos. But I gotta figure out how do I make a 14 inch freaking tortilla. Uh, I don't think I'll get that, but if I can get at least get a 12 inch, 10 to 12 inch tortilla, I think that'll be, that'll be pretty good. Um, be, yeah. I mean, there's just many ways I could do it. I mean, I maybe we why not have you know my own mobile tortilla truck where you roll in. And all we do is have nothing but stacks of tortillas, and people just buy. Get your tortillas! Get your tortillas! We'll get a truck that is fully dedicated to the building of tortillas. Sounds like a waste of money, but it could be a good deal. Uh, you never know until you try. I don't think there's a bad idea when it comes to mobile uh, food. Um, if you're in the right dynamic to make it work. solely dedicated entirely to 
tortillas. <laughs> what a bizarre thought that would be. Get your tortillas, get your tortillas, get your burritos in the RV. And while I'll be in the RV making burritos and tacos while I have the truck in the back over there just making stacks. Just stacking, 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 stacking. And then on top of that, they're making it, they're making the tortillas for my truck. And corn tortillas. Corn tortillas. I don't see why not. And then if I have to call over when I'm making sopapillas, yo bro, yo sis, yo person. I don't care what adjective you identify, pronoun you identify by, but uh, you're working for me and give me some, I need some more dough for the sopapillas. And then, then, then I am at this point, I am no longer touching dough on the regular like the like I do now Hannah needs tortilla um now I'm just getting tortillas handed to me and all I have to do is keep cranking out food which makes life a whole lot easier my hands quit hurting and life goes on peachy 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 uh I think it's a great idea. And then I can do different things, have have it to where we have a griddle and an oven, and then we're pushing cookies. <gasps> ah! The ideas that come through, I'm telling you, have a bread only truck where I'm pushing out tortillas, which now corn flour and corn tortillas, and then I got my own, you know, I got my own snacks, I got my own cookies, I got my own, uh, you know, you get your, and then and then you're buying, people are buying their uh, bag of tortillas, they're buying their bag of corn tortillas, they're buying Gary's tortillas, and Gary's. Biscochitos because his cookies are so awesome. Um, it, it could be endless. I mean, it could. Oh my goodness, what an idea! And then my main truck would stay. Could stay pretty close to being flour free. The flour, the flour, my goodness, can go everywhere. It's just absolutely everywhere. And there's no way away, away from getting away from it. Just because flour is in the air. <sighs> but why not? Why not have an extra trailer dedicated solely and entirely to the making of my bread? It's a genius idea. Then I have somebody roll up with me and all I do is roll tortillas. Tortillas, 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 tortillas. 
wonder if that big old truck truck of mine could pull a trailer. <laughs> big old freaking convoy. Oh man, that'd be ridiculous. I mean, I'd be 50 foot long. I don't think I can handle that much. Why not? Why not? Who says I can't? Me? No. That's crazy talk there. I've gotten myself here. I've gotten myself to this point. I've gotten myself to... It's time. It is time for me to shine. That being said, I think I got to my... I got an idea. I'm going to sit back and roll on. Just chew on the cud, so to say. Because... There, that could be the deal maker. Um, heck, sell ice cream wallet out of it while you're at it, just so you can. Why not? Oh man, we're gonna sit on this thought and then we're gonna come back to it. So, I think that's the end for Gary the Burrito Guy solo show. Thank you for all listening one or two people and uh, we'll catch you all down the road this is the end bye good morning ladies and gentlemen to the gary solo burrito man show i'm back again it's been probably at least a good month and a half since i put one out and i'd like to say hey i'm sorry for that but life gets in the way, and some of the little things that you don't think about, such as doing your podcast, keeping up with that, uh, can fall away from you. Uh, man, it's been a great t- last few weeks. It's been interesting. It's been trying. It's been a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I won't say there's been any crying. A little bit of joy. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But none of it's too bad. Um, getting ready for getting prepping, getting ready on a Monday morning for a frozen Tuesday afternoon, it looks like. Over the weekend, we have gotten quite a bit of snow. Um, wasn't expecting to get it, was it two inches of snow? Freaking eight below the <laughs> eight below zero. So it is what it is. And we're just gonna keep going on with it and like we always do. Um Hold on one second. I'm trying to get cartoons for my little girl so she can enjoy her own shows and leave me alone. You want to, you want to watch this again, babe? Uh-huh. Oh. Is this your show? Yeah. Okay. Well, Chip and Potato is her show, ladies and gentlemen. She enjoys her Chip and Potato. <laughs> um... Yeah, we're gonna get ready for tomorrow. I got a, I got some news help. I got a guy from El Paso, and he's been kind of one of those guys. He's been everywhere, man. 
and it just does a heck of a job. Um, this guy just kills it, kills it as a waiter, kills it out the window, helps like crazy. Probably the best help I've ever had. Um, things to take away from him that I've had to take personally is the interpersonal abilities this guy has. Uh, not everybody can open a window and make a dollar. Um, on a food truck, uh, I I can make food. I can make money from a food truck. I can talk like crazy, but I've always felt like there's more, more I can learn how about my interpersonal um, interactions with my customers. Uh, homeboy, homeboy comes out and he's able to, you know, as soon as the windows open, we all know. Everybody knows his name. You know, everybody knows it's Adam. And when Adam's going to take your order, he's going to tell you what's going on. He's going to tell you what's special, if there's a special. And while he's doing that, he just has a way of really presenting himself to being super friendly. Um, my hard part is <laughs> hearing people um, order really dumb. You know, people that have been there a thousand times. I don't. I don't, don't want to. Not trying to say any of my customers are dumb. I'm just saying uh, we get dumb questions. And if you've ever worked with food or any kind of any legitimate real service, uh, you know, fast service type um, industries, you're, I, I'm just pre I'm preaching to the choir. People should understand that. You get some very, um, <laughs> just, I don't want to say dumb, but that's the only term I can come up with for the type of questions that you get. And it's just like, it's green chili. Okay, I want a green chili burrito. Okay, what else? Uh, a green chili burrito. It's like, no, you don't understand. This is, there's beef, pork, chicken. This isn't green chili with an I. This is green chili with an E. This is the real chili, man. This isn't chili that's beans and hopefully some green chili in there that tastes like green chili and meat and potatoes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's just not what I'm making. And sometimes... Some customers are just about not getting that. And so you have to explain to them in a way that they're going to understand while keeping their interest. And this guy has just been phenomenal. Uh, last two weeks, the last few times I've had him help me in the truck. Um, as a guy, it's shocking to see a male make more tips than the girls that I hire, the ladies that I hire. Um, predominantly, predominantly, from what I've seen and what I've dealt with, uh, if you want to make tips, you hire girls. They say, well, that's just sexist. Well, money's sexist. And I don't care if anybody wants to disagree with me. I deal with money, and besides this one, besides this one guy, I've hired 
probably I've I've hired eight males comparatively to no I'd say I've hired six males and to run my window while the rest of the time I've always hired women now predominantly predominantly normally regularly the ladies will always always outsell um and all I have to do is be girls um but this guy this guy is just he's got me dumbfounded he's got me he's got me pretty motivated and amped that you know what there's more room there's more room to be improved there's more things that I can do personally speaking that I can get done uh, if you hear things in the background, it's me do, getting the dishwasher loaded. Got to get, keep going. The beauty of working at home is I get to do house cleaning in here, and when I go step outside, I can do work out there and make my own money and be at home. I'm trying to maintain a clean house. Try is the word. <laughs> I got four kids. That's just not going to happen. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, preach it. Preach to the choir. Um, but it's how you present yourself. How do we present ourselves? How do we present ourselves within within a 30 seconds? How do we present ourselves in a manner that says, you know, um, I like this person and I'm willing to, you know, uh, since I'm talking about tips. How do, why do I want to tip this person? Why do I want to give this person my money within a matter of seconds? And this guy's doing it. He does it. He does it really good. Like I said, he interacts for maybe two minutes at a, at a time. Maybe two minutes. That's how fast I am. I can take an order and have a person out. Within minutes, depending on the order. Um, I would just like to see myself to be able to be able to. I like to see myself to be able to earn it, be able to work a work off a glass of water, and be able to make a dollar. You know, some people just have that ability. What does it take to make that ability? What does it take to make that happen? You know, like I said, this is this guy. He speaks within minutes. He, you know who he is, and he's gonna lay out exactly what's for lunch, and he's gonna make it sound delicious. He just, he's just got a really good way of doing it. So I'm trying to figure it out. Figure how do I, how do I get that for myself? Cause, like I said, I, I'm a salesman. I do a good job. But this guy's doing a better job than I do when I when I work by myself. Uh, but he's just motivating. It's just and it's, it's it's very optimistic for me. It's a very positive. It's very positive for me to be able to know that I got people like that, and they're working for me. Or I'm I'm able to hire them and have them work for me just for a little bit. Makes my life easier. Makes my job easier. Uh, going from 
what do we need to all right boom 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 all right this is the orders in this order it is written down on the wall and taken down off the wall motivated willing to do a good job gonna do that great job gonna make sure not only is he gonna hire me but i'm gonna make sure he wants to give me an extra couple bucks because i did such a good job that's motivation that's 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 what people need to do people don't understand that a lot of it's a it's, i feel like some in some way this is one of those mindsets that is dying um because people deserve to or they say they deserve this they deserve that well okay you can think that but here's the question what have you earned Deserving and earning are two different things. Uh, you haven't proved yourself. How do, how do you deserve? How do you deserve this? People walk up and say, well, here's the problem. I don't want the job because I deserve that. Oh, man, you got to earn that. You got to earn that shit. Don't care to cuss on my podcast, but God gun it. That stuff pisses me off. It's like... Nobody's earned, deserved nothing. No one's earned this. No one's earned that. No one's. That's. It's seriously about how do you make it work? How do you make it work in the right way? Um, and I think the best, the first step, the first step is just go to work. Go to work that you're gonna go and earn. The right to deserve. Right to deserve. People don't think about that, but I think it's a very true fact. And if you know if people disagree with me, well, I'd like to see what kind of life they got at home. What do they have to own? What do they have to back up what they deserve? You know, I bought my own house. I bought my own business, and yet I feel like I don't ever deserve anything. Last week, uh, we've had quite a few issues with the truck. Last few weeks, we've put in a mechanic shop. The past few weeks, I put in, I want to say somewhere around $2,500 to my mechanic. Found my mechanic loves me because I'm coming back. <laughs> He's been nothing but good to me. When I didn't have the money, I told him I'd have it Friday. He said, on Tuesday, on Monday, he said, see you Friday. You know, um, deserve, did I deserve for him to allow me to go ahead and say, look, buddy. I don't have a dime to my name because literally I just gave it to you and I'm so much short. Um, I owe you. You deserve the money. You deserve what is yours. You deserve the effort and work and profit that comes from it. That's what he deserved. Yeah. I don't know what I looked at him. I, he looked at me. He just goes, okay, we'll see you Friday. Thank you for your business. And you know what? I was there. 
I got done selling at 12.30. We had a great lunch at Fort Washington. And as soon as I was done, I went straight to the house, grabbed my truck, grabbed the cash, and I went over to my mechanic to pay him up. Because I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to play games with his money. Playing with his money is playing with his emotions. And I feel the same way back. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I just don't, I feel like there's so many people that say they deserve. And it's a phrase that just irritates the daylights on me because what have you earned? What have you earned to deserve at what you get? Man, you ain't willing to work. You don't deserve, the Bible says if you ain't going to work, you, deserve, you don't get to eat. If you don't work, you don't eat. If you, if you don't work, you deserve to starve. You don't put the time and the effort to take care of your family. You deserve to have whatever happens if your loved one says, I can't take it. You ain't working. You ain't making this any easier on me. That's rough. And it's what you deserve. Oh, what do I deserve? Do I deserve the love that I get from my children and my wife? I earn that daily. I earn that. Do I deserve to be a uh, this person that deserves the love and affection I get from my wife? No. Uh, she gives that to me willingly, but I still feel like it's I have to work for that. Not in the sense of if I don't work, I won't be loved. 15 years later, six, uh, almost 17 years together, um, I've worked. I've worked for that love. I've worked for that affection that she gives me, that my children give me. You know, that dumb dog is in the cats give me. You know, the dogs weren't easy. The dogs, when I, one was a rescue, he was scared to death of everything. Scared to death of me because I'm the alpha male in this house. And now, dumb dog, I've had to work hard. Won't get away from my stupid leg. These are just the little things in life that I'm saying we don't, we have to work for. They're not love. They're not what we deserve. Um, I've just worked so hard for what I've got, what I've gotten. To say that I deserve it is just not something that I get. I mean, I can say I deserve something, but unless I've made the money for it, I don't deserve nothing. You know, the, if I can go on a vacation because I put the money in it, I deserve that. If I can afford to go and, uh, for self-defense reasons, uh, go and do what I need to do and, like, provide um uh weaponry for my wife for my or a toy for myself such as uh, a nice new gun i deserve that why because the cash is in my hand that i worked for oh, this world is just is so filled with kids that say they deserve this they deserve that that this is what belongs to them because they breathe 
the rights of the American people come came at a cost of people deserve that. Do they deserve freedom? Well, as American, yeah. That's because someone put the work in. Someone put the time in. Someone sacrificed it all so that we can have it all one day. Right now, one of the big things, one of the big talks in the political world is taxes. And what do you deserve as the American people? Well, as American people, we deserve someone that's going to step up and stand up for us, not give us handouts. We, uh, when we have people, when we talk about being an American citizen, we should have, uh, we should not be able to be overtaxed, taxation, taxation without representation. <laughs> want to start? Do we want to start the, Amer the Revolutionary War all over again? Because that's how it started. <laughs> do we? We should be taxed fairly. We should be treated fairly, and we should treat each other fairly. But all takes work. It just doesn't just come free. These people want handouts. I don't get that. I come from a land of handouts. I come from a land of gimmies. I come from a land of, oh, I, this is what I want. This is what I deserve because simply, merely, I am blood-born this way. And people get it. And you know what? Here's the thing. They are never happy. Those people that go out there and they get these handouts, they just want more. They ask for more. They keep asking to get more because they're not happy with what is given to them. I get Indian money for being alive. I appreciate the dimes I get. And, and I'm not going to... And I'm, I'm not... I'm not I can say I get more than a few. I get more than a few dimes. I get treated well for just being alive in my own world. <clears throat> what do we deserve? <laughs> well, I'm not sure what we deserve. All I know is if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't work, you don't got money. You don't got work. You don't deserve anything. That you are. Given. My problem is anything. Anytime something is given. You might hold somebody back. Because you're. Because someone gives you something. Doesn't mean it comes. Price. You know. Without. Um. Without um, stipulation. There you go. That's the word I'm for. I feel like sometimes when given to you, when people give things out, there's always a but. I don't feel like this world is free. You know, every time I try to give something free, every year I do Christmas. Speaking of which, I need to get started on that. Um.
people are call back every year. I've had people in the last two years. I've given out. I give out somewhere around twenty plus Christmas gifts, boxes, completely ready for for Thanksgiving, for a Christmas meal, Thanksgiving meal, whichever. I might do Thanksgiving again this year. I haven't done that in two years, but I might do Thanksgiving. Um, I have people actually calling and expecting, saying, "Hey, where's those where's those boxes?" This is coming from that land I was talking about of of gimmies. That land of I deserve this. Land of I deserve that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I think I've done that a couple times. Um <laughs> Problem of being comfortable in your own home and you don't think about what, what's going on. Uh, what's what kind of sounds you make. Uh, these are the people that, you know, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm giving them my own money. I'm giving them my own time. My own efforts. And I think it's because, it's, it's because I am able to. Uh, my business has allowed me well, I'm going to say God's allowed me because I've been doing this long before I was ever in the business. Maybe it's the reason why that I've been, I've been, I've been blessed and allowed to do, be able to do this. Not, and I'm not going to say it's one of the reasons why I deserve it because if I just, it's my good works that allows me, that gets me to deserve what I want. I'm going to come up short somewhere. You just know it's going to happen. Um, but my business has been doing good. It's cold. It's winter. We're about to start cutting back on food, on food portions, uh, for how many people we actually serve, how many people we actually serve on a day to basis. We're going to cut back roughly about 10 pounds. Now and until it starts getting warm again in March, April, May, June, May, June. So hopefully, and hopefully, what I'm trying to do is try to figure out how to get a maybe a lunch delivery, food delivery, game day delivery, something. And um, trying to think again, some taco platters. I got to get some Spanish rice made, um, and platters where I can do a taco platter for whatever, whatever it is that may um, come our way. Sporting events have been weird. Uh, however. People are still watching on Sundays. So, it's a day off that I work, but with wintertime coming, I still don't know how that's going to go this year being in the new truck. The new truck gives me more possibilities, more possibilities, but um, 
the possibilities I have yet to get perfected. Still got the tortilla press that I have not been used at all. And I'm getting grief over it. I hate you spending the money on that. I'm sorry, dear. I just don't know how to work it yet. Um, <laughs> it's been quite the quite the science project, I guess you could call it. Because I sure blow up a lot of tortillas when I do try. Trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, right now I'm the burrito man, but I'd also like to be the tortilla king. <laughs> Where uh, I can sell tortillas by the batch. I think it'd be a heck of a deal. I think it'd be a way to really get ahead and make money easier. Um, if I am able to pump out, you know, a thousand tortillas a week. Um, just to sell. I mean, if you said, divide a thousand by ten for ten, for eight, ten bucks a piece, that's a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to be made during the week. That I have not touched. That's been untapped. Uh, got a fryer. That itself would really increase myself, I think. Green chili french fries, stuffed sopapitas. Yum. Or I just might just fry my, just fry my tortilla dough and just make it fry bread. I might just do that. Might be easier. Who knows? Oh, I still gotta get figured out, figured out, and planned. Um, plan, plan, plans never get done. Plan, or planning, planning, planning never ends. Uh, next year, next year, next year. Well, so I've joined a group specifically for accountability. I feel like it's been helping me feel better. And helping me feel like there's something I can do weekly. Know that I'm not the only, I'm not just a man by myself trying to make endeavors. It's good to know that there's other men out there busting their asses to make a big, to make a dime, to make sure their families are fed and kept, um, provided for. People that are willing to step out of their comfort zone and say, you know, this is what I'm doing. I hope I can give you some two cents at something that you say to help me improve myself. I've got friends that are just absolutely amazing people. They're just you know, they want to help others. They want to help other people. They want to help other men. But how do they keep it going? You know, how do we keep the positivity rolling? How do we keep ourselves staying on top and not falling to the bottom? You know, I think we have, one of the problems is we don't support ourselves, support each other as men. They want to be sat down solo, and I am one of them. 
same time, I think it helps. I'm watching, start watching the Barbarians on Netflix. Eh, it's okay so far. But one of the things that gets me after reading the, one of the things that I've read from the Romans was their battalions were made stronger because everybody was a landowner. Everybody was busy being entrepreneurs trying to make life themselves. For the longest time, Romans, Roman centurions, legionnaires, unless you didn't own land or a business or something, you weren't even allowed to be in the military. Why? You know, uh, what did that do? And I think it felt strange. I want to say these are the guys that built strength. These are the guys that fought harder than ever because they're not just fighting for a for a kingdom, a country. It's it's literally for their feedback so they can take money home, so they can uh, provide for their family. If you got something to fight for, you'll fight a hell of a lot harder than you would if you didn't. And I believe that for a fact. And I think it's that mentality that keeps America great. We want to think about um, trying to back, keep each other's back, you know. The Greeks and Romans were amazing with their flanks and their phalanxes of keeping a shoulder to shoulder. When one man falls, another man holds to make sure that there's not, there are no weak spots. Um, we're no longer a warrior society, so I think we forget a lot of that. However... Some things don't change. And that's the fact that we as men still have to go out and about. Now, it's a different time. You know, women are in the, are amongst the flanks now, but I don't think it's still this accountability group for women or for men has any room for women. Um... Not because women don't belong there, not because we're women exclusive, but because women are not men. Women need women groups. Women need accountability groups among themselves. They're busy. They're already having enough time trying to raise children and jobs and plus their husbands and probably plus their husband's jobs sometimes, depending on who they are and what they do. You know, my wife's amazing. She goes out there and she works and busts her butt all day. And if I need help, if I need help prepping, she helps me too. Her day's done. You know, I try to keep it to where I don't have any help from her. But every once in a while it happens. You know, it does happen. But strength in numbers is a good thing. Strength in numbers in today's society seems to be a very big thing. Um, I 
for the right reasons. And I'm enjoying it, and I'm thinking this group is a, an amazing group just to hear from other guys that are out busting their asses and trying to get things done and provide. And the biggest thing is provide as best as they can in the fields that they do and to make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, their family's safe. Tonight, I'm going to go and join, take on my Kramagov class again. I'm looking forward to that. I believe in personal self-defense beyond no other. I am very much a self-defense person, maybe as the way I grew up. But <laughs> I didn't grow up fighting or nothing. I just grew up with the mindset. You always watch your back. You always sit to your, you know, you sit to the corner in the room and you watch the front door. Always. You never know. Because you just don't know. And I was raised that way. <laughs> so I've taken that. And now... Now, I actually carry cash on me. I carry money. Who's to say I won't get hit one day? Who's to say I want to get robbed one day? Who's to say that somebody isn't going to come after me because they deserve some piece of garbage that they they don't have to work for? And so they'll go and steal. Right thing about Wyoming, I think the very, very less likely to happen because it's Wyoming and consider everybody armed. And I genuinely believe that's how we as a state are. And if it wasn't for all my friends that we talk about this stuff, I wouldn't, I, I'd, I would probably be less likely to believe it, but it's very true. <clears throat> and welcome to Wyoming. Consider everybody armed. If you feel like you want to try it, try it. If not, um, there's just lots of things in this world that are unpredictable and we need to do, uh, we need to do something about it. It starts with us making the first step or the first step that will be the first step to doing what's next. You know, doing what's right. Doing what's right is hard. You know, seems to be a weird thing these days. Doing what's right doesn't seem to be something on anybody's mind. To do what's right is easy is easier to put off by pulling out your phone and recording what's going on. If it's doing something right, I loved. I would prefer to be in the middle of it than to be on the sideline watching. Because uh, I because I have that ability, I have that right. I have that. You know, whatever it is. There's just not enough people doing what's right. And then people wonder why 
say, go off and say, well, I didn't deserve that. Well, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't deserve to have something go right. Maybe you didn't have anything, deserve anything good because you just stood there and watched. Maybe that's the problem with so many people these days that are going around saying they deserve. They deserve. And then, of course, the problem is nobody deserves nothing. I'm sorry. It's a cruel concept. People, unless they bust their asses, deserve nothing. I don't even know why I got in on on this whole topic today. But it's where I'm at. It's where I'm thinking. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to say, if you deserve something, you got to work for it. If you deserve something, you got to make it, make it happen. Deserve something. You better be out there putting in the time, the effort. <sighs> you know, my wife busts her butt every day. And right now I'm cleaning the kitchen, doing my job, because I do quite a bit in here. I become quite the house cook. I become, you know, pretty involved in my kitchen these days. I do lots of cooking. And I told you my wife busted, but she goes out there and she takes care of the kids, takes care of her job, and takes care of me. And the least she deserves for what she does is a clean kitchen. If that's too far too much to ask, I don't think so. Um, yeah, today's been just a kind of a ramble. Hope it's been a good one. Hoping to do more talking on food truck, but you know what? I just don't think I just that's what, it, what they deserved. <laughs> so, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Gary Solo Burrito Guy Show. Glad to talk to you, glad to hear you. Hope you have a good day and just earn what you deserve. You're going to deserve something. Have a great day. Thank you. Latest.